Jesus entered into a certain village, there met him ten men that were lepers, which stood afar off and lifted up their voices and said, Jesus, Master, have mercy on us. And when he saw them, he said unto them, Go shew yourselves unto the priests. And it came to pass that as they went, they were cleansed. One of them, when he saw that he was healed, turned back and with a loud voice glorified God. He didn't whisper it out, Brother Dale. With a loud voice, he glorified God. Verse 16, and fell down on his face at his feet, at the Lord's feet, giving him thanks. And he was a Samaritan. And Jesus said, were there not ten cleansed, but where are the nine? There are not found that return to give glory to God. Note this, save this stranger. And he said unto him, arise, go thy way, thy faith have made thee whole. Father, we love you today and pray you'd help me to mind you, Lord. Help me to just uh, be a sounding board. Help me to, to be like that moon that reflects the light of the sun. Help me, Lord, to, to be the vessel that you could carry this message to the hearts of everyone that's here. I pray, Lord, that you deal with saints and sinners. I pray, Lord, you deal with them that's cold and indifferent, backed up on God. Would you help them, Lord, today to be the uh, get to the altar, do business with you, do whatever it takes to get things where they need to be with you. Lord, I pray that you'd empty of my flesh, of my mind, cleanse me of every spot, inwardly, inwardly and outwardly. Lord, set the gear, set the atmosphere, set the, uh, the reception of the truth of God tonight. Lord, I know that some meals we can wolf down they some meals that we've got to carefully chew every bite and Lord whatever it might be tonight I pray that nobody push back from the table your will I pray would be accomplished hearts would be helped souls saved lives changed I pray you get to glory your word be expounded your spirit I pray move expressly in Jesus name we'll thank you and pray amen you can be seated if the Lord would help me just for a little while tonight, I want to preach on this thought, what you can get right and still not give God glory. What you can do right and still not glorify God. In our text tonight, you've heard this preached uh, I don't know, probably at least 10 times in this church. But look with me in verse number 11. The Bible says, And it came to pass as he went to Jerusalem that he passed through the midst of Samaria. Didn't take him off guard, brother. He went here for a plan and for a purpose. Ain't you glad he traveled down your road one day? Come close enough where you could talk to him one day. Woo! Amen. Hey man, and as he entered into a certain village, not a random village, not just happened to come by, boy, ain't you glad? Whoa, ain't you glad one day he came to a certain pew and sat down in a certain lap? Oh man, dealt with a certain sinner, hallelujah. Came to a certain village. 
There met him, the Bible says, ten men that were lepers which stood afar off. I want you to notice, first of all, with me, what you can get right and still not give God glory. You can be respectful. Look what the Bible said. The Bible says they stood afar off. I feel like most of the time when we look at this text, we're looking and emphasizing the one. We're emphasizing everything, Brother Dale, I do. Most of the time, I've dealt with this man that gave God glory. And, and I want to say right off the beginning, I want to be the 10%. I want to be the one in 10 that gives God glory. I don't know if we've guessed tonight. We've got a lot of people out. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to guess around 30 people tonight, counting kids, everybody. And I don't know who's outside. I'm just random guess. If we go by them odds, about three people going to give God glory. I want to be in that percent, brother, that gives God glory. I don't think it's wrong. I'm going to try to talk about him in just a minute. But I want to talk to you first about what you can get right. These, these nine had a lot right, church. I believe they were truly cleansed. Y'all believe King James Bible, don't you? I believe they were cleansed. I believe we got people sitting in the average Baptist church, fundamental, Bible-believing, devil-eating, sin-preaching, God-honoring, local Bible-believing church. But they don't glow. I mean, do a lot right, but they never give God glory. I want to be in that 10%. Look what they, you can get right and still not give God glory. I said it, let me say it one more time. If you know verse number 12, the Bible said they stood afar off. They were respectful for the laws of the Scripture. The Scripture, they respected the Word of God. They not only respected the laws of Scripture, they respected the laws of society. They didn't try to rebel. They didn't try to overturn. They did exactly. They did exactly because when the laws of man line up with the laws of God, it's all right to submit to both. But it's when the laws of man don't line up with the laws of God. Y'all say it with me. Say G-O-D, say it with me. What laws do we go by? God's. Say it with me. God, what laws do I, I don't know if y'all hear or not. Brother, go check out there, Michael, see if we at Petty's funeral home. I feel like we got dead people around. Y'all stay with me. What laws do you mind, man or God? So when they line up, you can respect both. Is everybody with me? Now, I'm not suggesting to me something that is against the Bible. I believe we don't need to be writers. I don't believe, I, I think we need to be the best citizens, but I think we need to best be the best constitutional citizens. They should never push us around. Right now, they don't want us. They don't like us. They're making less of us. They're mocking us. They're making fun of us. Hey, but that's all right. God's going to show them. He's going to rain fire one day and prove to them who is God. Somebody say amen. 
Amen. Then the, the, then the minority, that's us, is going to be the majority. <laughs> and won't that be a time? Hallelujah. Now I'm not, but I am saying this. When the laws of God always, if you're a believer, supersede the laws of man, we submit. But these men were respectful to both. The Bible says in verse number 12, they stood afar off. They obeyed the laws of man. They obeyed the laws of God. All 10 of them, Brother, Brother Dale, all 10 of them, all, y'all stay with me, all 10 did what the law of God said and what the law of man said. Would y'all agree with that? You can be respectful and still not glorify God. Look at this one right here. Look at verse number not only verse number 12, were they all 10 respectful? Look at verse number 13. They were all 10 prayerful. Brother, look at verse 13. The Bible says, and they lifted up their voices. They all, all 10, they knew whom to pray to. What, what the Bible said, said they lifted up their voices and said, Jesus, Master. Did the Bible not say anything you ask in Jesus' name? What the Bible say, you shall be given you. Amen. Isn't that what the scripture says? Ask what you will in my name and the Father which hears will give it to you. We, all, you know, we do agree with the Bible. They knew whom to pray to. They knew how to pray. They said, they lifted up their voices and said, Jesus, amen, have mercy on us, amen. They knew how, they knew, they knew to whom to pray, amen. They knew, they must have known a lot about praying. What I'm saying is, you can be a prayerful person and never give God glory. I'm in the King James Bible. I'm talking about are you, are you glorifying God and thereby giving God glory? You, you, you can respect the scriptures. You can be the most outstanding citizen of South Carolina. You can be a respectful mama, a daddy, a respectful church member. You can be a prayer warrior. I mean have a prayer closet, have a prayer place. You can be prayerful and yet in our text, you can be prayerful and still not give God glory. Look at verse 13. All 10 were respectful. All 10. Now, 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 y'all stay with me. That one that did give God glory was respectful and was prayerful. Is everybody with me? I don't think you can give God glory if you're not respectful and if you're not prayerful. I feel like preaching there. But you can do that and still, according to this nine, look, look at this in verse number 13. And they lifted up their voice and said, Jesus, Master, look, watch this, watch this. Have mercy on us. They were doctrinal. They, they, they recognized who it was and not only to whom to pray, how to pray, and what about to pray, and how, how much to pray, knew much about prayer. But according to this, they knew who Jesus was. Hey, man, Brother Dale, it would be, it would be nearly impossible for you to convince me that we have people who have claimed to get born again who go to a Bible believing church and you, you would be impossible to get me to believe that people don't know who Jesus is. All ten. Are y'all with me? You can't give glory unless you know who he is. But all ten. I'm in the King James Bible. All ten said Jesus Master. They knew that Jesus 
was the master. Uh, they knew the fundamentals. Amen. He'd be crazy to get me to, you're not going to convince me that a Bible-believing Baptist church is full of people that don't know who Jesus is. But according to this text, you can have 90% in a church that knows who He is, that knows how to pray to Him, that knows the Scripture need to be respected and believe, and they still won't give God glory according to the Bible. Amen. Watch this. They all ten not only knew, amen, that they were doctrinally correct, they were prayerful, they were respectful. Look at this. Verse number 13 says, again in the latter part, amen, the last few words says, have mercy on us. You, you can be humble. Now, I don't think you can give God glory unless you are humble, but I'm going to tell you, you can be humble. You can be doctrinally straight. I mean, sound in the doctrine. I'm talking about not blown around. I'm talking about believing the virgin birth. I'm talking about believing a vicarious death. I'm talking about believing the victory, victory over the grave. I'm talking about know that he's sitting on the right hand of the throne. No, he's coming back. You can believe the doctrine and still not give God glory according to your King James Bible. You can be prayerful and not be, amen, give God glory. You can be humble. They didn't say arrogantly, have mercy on. No, Lord, heal me. They weren't arrogant like this generation we're living in. They didn't think they deserved a handout. Boy, I feel like preaching there. Hey, man, I'm going to have to change gears or I'm going to get hung up right there. I'm, by, I'm feeling like I've been chewing on sawbriar just thinking about it. Hey, man, I'm talking about not one. It's demanding their rights. I'm going to tell you what, what we need to do. We, we're living in a generation that demanding rights. What we need to do is realize that as Christians, we don't have rights. He does. Brother Jared just preached on the other night. Amen. We don't have no rights. We've been bought out. Amen. Amen. No one is demanding, Lord, heal me. No one thinks they're entitled. We're living in an entitled, entitlement society. I mean, they'll get mad when, when uh, the government cuts their cell phone off. Well, my government ain't never paid for my cell phone. Is everybody okay? Man, don't let me get hung up, Lord, please. Just give me some amen so I can move on. Amen. Demanding of the Lord. Nobody demanded of the Lord. Nobody said we're entitled. Nobody said what well, they are to know who I am. They, they are, they. I'm, I'm dressing right. I'm doctrinally right. I, I'm praying right. I'm respecting the scriptures. I'm an obedient citizen. Lord, him. That ain't what they said. They were humble. All ten. You can be a humble person. Amen. 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 Preacher, say amen. You can, listen, you ain't going to give God glory if you're a proud person. But you can even be anti-proud and still not give God glory. In church, you wouldn't convince me that we have a bunch of proud people. I believe pride is an issue. Pride's an issue with everybody. I mean, y'all men can say what you want. The average man goes in the restaurant. Y'all know you do. When I get done, you might as well say amen. The average man goes in the restaurant and looks over there and say, yeah, I got him. Yeah, I could take him if I have to, if a fight breaks out. Don't act like y'all ain't never thought about that. Hey, man, I know when you lost, you did. But I'm going to tell you what the Bible says. 
Pride go before destruction, the Holy Spirit before a fall. You ain't never going to give God glory with a prideful heart. But I'm going to tell you what, pride shows up in a lot of different ways. Pride shows up in, I ain't going to give God glory. I don't want to embarrass myself. You're never going to give him glory if you're full of pride. But according to this Bible, all ten were humble, and yet they still, all ten, didn't give God glory. Are y'all staying with me? Look at verse 14. I'm just walking down the text so I can get to where I need to preach. Look at verse number 14. Bible tells us in verse number 14, and when he saw them, he said to them, go shoot yourself in the priest. Now watch this. Man, never, watch what it says. And it came to pass that as they went, they were cleansed. Did y'all see that? You can be men and women of faith and still not give God glory. Now I don't think you're going to give him glory unless you have faith, but you can have faith. All ten believed him. Then struck out. They wasn't healed. They still had leprosy. It wasn't until they by faith moved toward the priest. Y'all ain't getting it. You look back here in the verse. Look at verse 14. And it came to pass that as, say it with me, as they went, they were cleansed. They weren't cleansed until they went. These were men who had faith. Is everybody with me? You can have faith today. I'm talking about faith. Faith to move mountains. Faith to trust God at his word. Faith, and, and listen, you're not going to give God glory. You're never going to give God glory. Ain't no way you can give God glory if you don't have faith. But it was when they once moved that they were cleansed. Amen. Amen. The only reason to go to a priest, according to the book of Leviticus, you couldn't even show up down at the priest if you were a leper unless you were cleansed. They left taking God at his word headed down to the priest and when they got there that priest looked them over and said sure enough you got half a ear you got one or two nubs amen boy leprosy tore you up uh, sure enough I can't find none when did it happen brother Tony they didn't get clean by sitting still they got clean when they acted on the faith that God I say glory to God you ain't gonna get saved sitting there you ain't gonna have faith just sitting there amen you're trying to get the cart before the Holy you're saved by grace through faith that not of yourself it's a gift of God when you respond to the truth preached then act on faith that's when God will save you am I right Bunty? I don't want to go to church with people that don't have faith amen I'm glad we got people around here that's got faith amen a double minded man is unstable in all his ways thank God it's apparent Hey, it's possible, Brother Tony, to have faith and yet never glorify God. I'm talking about exceeding faith. Hey, we get faith to get saved, but it's exceeding faith. It's great faith 
to have to move out and obey God. Would y'all agree with that? I believe they love the Lord because he said, I believe, I believe they had faith that caused them to love the Lord. Said preacher, I believe you can love the Lord. I mean, have a sincere love for God. You wouldn't lie when you stood up and say, I just want to thank God for saving me. I didn't have faith. He gave me faith. Boy, he caused me to love him. I love him because he first loved me. It's evident these people obeyed him. And the Bible said, if you love me, keep my commandments. And Jesus said, go show yourself to the priest. They kept his commandment. They kept his word. They had faith. But yet they still, nine of them didn't glorify God. Are y'all with me? They had great faith, had exceeding faith. I mean, it don't even take but just small faith. You can tell Hallback Mountain to go jump in Lake Bowen. That's according to the Bible. They had faith, brother. They had faith. They had humility. They had their doctrine downright. They had they were prayer warriors. They were respectful. They had every, look at the things all ten had right. But all ten didn't glorify God. All ten didn't give God glory. Let me look at now this one I want to get to all night. Look what it says. The Bible says that there was one, verse 15, when he saw that he was healed, (laughs) turned back. And with a loud voice, glorified God. <laughs> Whoopee! Hey man, he was an attentive man. <laughs> he was keenly aware, brother. He couldn't get off his mind what God did. Hey man, it would have been right to go to the house. It'd have been right to mind. It wasn't nothing wrong with him nine minding God. That's what he told him to do. There's nothing wrong with minding God and going showing yourself to the priest. That's what God in the flesh told him to do. Wasn't nothing wrong with praying. Hey, that's what they've been trained to do. Wasn't nothing wrong believing the scripture. Every bit of it they need to do. But I'm going to tell you, him getting clean, so caught up in it with his world uh, that he was so attentive to it. He was so amazed by it. Uh, he, he was so, that he stopped dead in his tracks. Uh, had you say, preacher, he disobeyed God. Uh, I saw this. Thing. Oh, God, help me. Hey, brother, he said, go show yourself to the priest. Guess what? He did. He went and seen Jesus. Woo! He said, a flunky priest won't do. I'm going to see the high priest. I'm going to see the real priest. I'm going, amen. I'm going to show up to the priest, all right. It ain't going to be Aaron's line. It's going to be that one came out of Judah, that high priest, that interceding priest, that priest and propitiation. Amen, hallelujah. Thank God. Woo! He couldn't get off his mind. He was attentive. He was alert to the fact that he got clean. It consumed him. We're going to have to stay focused on the Word Sunday night. We're going to have to stay focused on the Lord Wednesday night. Hey, he, he was 
focused on prayer, focused on the word, focused on all his right doctrine. He was focused on humility. Amen. But, but I'm going to tell you what he, what he had. A, I mean, he was tuned in on what he was focused, what he was drilling in on. It's a fact that Jesus said he was an alert man. He was an attentive man. Hey, he was an alone man. I'm going to tell you, if that had been most of us, we'd said, I ain't going to do it if somebody else don't do it. How many times you said in church, you said, preacher, if he'll testify. I've been sitting here all day waiting on so-and-so to testify. I thought if they'd testify, I would. Well, you're out of the will of God, sir. Hey, ma'am, you're still out of the will of God. You'll just testify because he cleans you. You'll just testify because he birthed you. It ought not have to take nobody. This man was alone. This man was attentive. This man was alert. And praise God, he had an announcement to make. Woo! He couldn't get off his mind what God did for him. Amen. You know what's sad? When you get over what God did for you. When sin don't bother you, the Savior don't bless you, and sinners don't burden you, you know you've got over it. And you're getting cold and you're halfway to compromise and about all the way to kicking out. You better watch. Amen. Getting, hey, don't never get over what God did for you. Amen. Ask anybody that's ever black slid on God. If somewhere along the line, they, they got out of focus on the Lord. Look unto the Lord. Amen. Keep your eyes on the Lord. He went to see the priest. Not just any priest, but the priest. Not just that he got cleansed, but to the priest that done the cleansing. Boy, I say hallelujah. Amen. He had liberty to go home. He had liberty to do what them other nine did. But he was focused like a laser. Amen. <laughs> Woo! This word, this word, notice what the Bible says. And one of them, when he saw that he was healed, turned back. Woo! And with a loud voice, somebody help me, glorified God. You know what that word glorified means? It means to make large. It means to let him get big. <laughs> You know what? He got big in his life. He got bigger than his hobbies. He got bigger than all his other. Amen. Boy, I feel like, amen. He got bigger than his job. He got bigger than his family reunion. He got bigger than everything in his life. He got bigger than his ambitions. He got Jesus, the Almighty, got so big that he had to stop and go back and make an announcement. Woo! And glorify God. We don't know necessarily what he said. But it might have went a little something like this. Bible said he fell on his face. <laughs> Woo! Thank God I'm clean! I don't know what he said. But all I know is he made himself little so the attention would be on who he was making much of. Is everybody with me? Hey man, he was alone. He had an announcement to make. He was an awake man. Amen. It's kind of like Mary and Martha. Mary and Martha, nothing wrong with what Martha was doing. She was doing good. The nine was doing good. She was being obedient. She believed the Bible where it said, if you don't work, you don't eat. But when the Lord shows up, the best thing to do is to get at his feet. Amen. Martha might have went through her whole life, never gave God glory. Nine might have went through the whole life 
and they, they was clean. They was prayerful. They was, I mean, they was tuned in to doctrine. They knew about praying. Somebody went over to the house. They said, praise God, I'm going to go over here and I'm going to farm out my praying. That's what happens a lot of times. You ain't in no shape to pray like you ought to pray so you farm your prayer out. Somebody say amen. I feel like preaching. It ain't sharecropping. Preach on preacher. Preach on preacher. Amen. You've got access to the throne of God. We've got access to the, I'm going to tell you when your prayer life will get in a mess, it's when you right on the middle of the fire falling, amen, and the victory moving and in a camp meeting and the spirits moving and then after the fire fell, after the power of God fell, after 450 prophets of Baal was killed, then there was nothing and there was silence and right after a great celebration, there's silence and if you don't watch it, you'll let your foot off the pedal and you'll get relaxed and you'll sit back in your lazy chair and you'll wonder how did I get so depressed so quick that's because you got your eyes off of the one and you got up off your face that's if any time it's then that you need to get home amen I believe I'm preaching right you say preacher why you say that because I've done lift it all ten probably talk about this day Boy, I'll never forget the day we called on Jesus. But I'll tell you, there's one of them. He talked about it in a different way than the rest of them did. Hey, this word means to magnify. This word glorify. Hey, man, means to, hey, man, thank God. It means to make large, make much of. All 10 of them could talk about it. All 10 of them could relive it. But there was one going to talk about it. I said, man, let me tell you about a time. Hey, man, when I, I, there was 10 people in the service. I, but I don't know where the nine went. Have you ever been in that kind of service? Wherever the church can be packed and God can be doing stuff and, and folks that just testify and get in the glory and it's like it's only them and God and they don't care if we're there or not they're just glad God showed up oh my has you ever done that for you in your prayer place has you ever done it for you riding down the road you ever been in service and it's just you and God and you don't care if nobody else enjoys it Hey man, but you're going to glorify God. You might be alone. Thank God you're alert. Thank God you're aware. And you got an announcement to make. And notice this. He was an asserted man, a separated man, a promoted man, if you will. You say, preacher, why? Because all ten were clean. But only one was made whole. Am I right about that? I am reading my King James Bible. Is that right? See, here's the problem. This man said, I can't get over what he did for me. It got so foggy, he needed to see an eye dog to get out of there. I mean, God showed up. Y'all know what I'm talking about? One of them, I mean, one of them kind of services. Amen. I remember one time getting hooked in up here at Fruitland, up in a little prayer place. I cleaned out a closet, and I get done uh, uh, going to class, and I go up there and study and pray. And uh, it, was the, it was the Friday before the Sunday that I preached on Easter on hell as a young preacher at my home church. That was the same Sunday Brother Wayne Stanford, his wife and his sister and his mom and his stepdaddy got saved. It was one of them services. And brother, I didn't know all that was going to go on. All I know is it's Easter. I'm a young preacher. And for some reason, God wants me to preach on hell. And I'm scared. I'm talking about scared Scared, and then they're scared. I was scared. Are y'all, 
Y'all, y'all, I was scared. I mean, I was, I was concerned. I said, but I don't want to hurt my brother. I don't know if I'm doing it, but Lord, I'm going to mind you. And I, got, I remember getting there that Sunday. I walked 13 times around the church. I, I was thinking about them walls of Jericho. I said, God, if you'll just let me walk 13 times, I'm going to trust you that you're going to bring the walls down. I want you to take over in such a way that I don't remember what I preached. I'll never listen to the CDs. I'll never hear myself preach. If you allow me, I'll listen to the invitation because I got faith you're going to do something. And I never have. I'm scared to listen to it. I've listened to a portion of it, man, send me, but I've never listened. I'm, I don't, I came to myself after, after praying that Friday and it was five o'clock. That woman said, everybody's left. You got in the glory and I just gonna wait to shut the building up. I remember on Sunday, it got so thick. I don't know what all happened. My wife was there. She could tell you Frank was there. Oh, I know brother Frank. God moved in that day. He stepped on the scene. Hey man, stop Easter plans. Forget about your bunny. Forget about your chocolate. It ain't time to hide. It's time to reveal. Amen. I'm talking about God showed up. Resurrection Sunday. I saved some folks. I, I like it when God showed I remember one time we was on a mountaintop and we got to praying on top of a mountain upon the mountain. And God showed up. And old brother Jason got to crawl around on his hands and knees saying worthy. Worthy. I mean God showed up. I remember times in the year when God showed up. When God's blowed through. You can't explain it. When God gets so big, your problems get so little, and you pause make an announcement. I, I want a glory by God. Amen. Amen. But it ain't just about glorifying God. It's about giving Him glory. See, is there a difference? Well, look at verse 18. There are not found this that returned to give glory. God save this stranger. This man was laser focused. Oh, he went to a priest, all right. He was an alert man. He was an awake man. He had an announcement to make. He was asserted. He's gonna, he's gonna get made whole. The ear that was gone whoosh, grow back. Amen. Say, I don't believe that. Well, that's why he don't get blessed. Don't believe nothing. If you believe the Bible, he said he was made whole. Am I right? That's made whole. The word means to restore. It takes us back to the same picture of Naaman that went and dipped seven times. And the Bible said he came out with a flesh like a baby. New flesh like he'd just been born. That's the idea with this word whole. Brother Dale, he's going back to the house. He's got both eyes. He's got both ears. He's got all his nubs grow back. I mean, you thought his part lizard. Hey, man. He done grow back everything. Hey, man, that the devil, a sorry serpent, had tried to steal from him. Hey, man, and he's, he, why, 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 why did God separate him? Why did God set him apart? Because he glorified God. But you know how he got him glory? Notice how he glorified God. He didn't do it beating his chest, try to work the crowd like I've seen some so-called preachers die, oh Lord, say amen right there. This is what he did. The Bible says, watch this, what this is what the Bible says. The Bible says, amen, verse 16, here's how he glorified God. He fell down on his face. Yeah, hey, 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 great God being a Samaritan, he's a Gentile, he's a stranger, he's a mixed breed. You know what the Bible says? The Bible said he fell on his face. He got as little as he could. So when they heard the 
praise when they heard the worship. It wasn't about him. It wasn't about sister so-and-so. It was all about God. All focus on God. If you're going to get through 2022, you're going to have to focus in like a laser on the Lord. You can be prayerful. You can be respectful. You can be doctrinally sound. You can have faith. You can have a lot of stuff right and still not give God glory. Here's how it hit me. I'm sitting and all this is weighing on me. And it hit me. I just don't want to be a clean daddy. My boys deserve a whole daddy. Landrum Independent Baptist Church. They don't need just a clean preacher. They need a whole preacher. Your grandparents, your grandkids' grandparents, they don't just need a clean grandparent. I mean, clean, living, I mean, got, I mean, you're right. Living by the scripture. Humble, fearful, respectful. But if you don't glorify God, you won't give him the glory. And you won't be whole. There's a lot you can be. There's a lot you can get right and still not give God the glory. How long have you been saved and you still ain't gave him glory? I'm going to tell you what. I don't know about y'all, but there was a difference in that one and the nine in their testimony. There was a difference in the impact between that one and the nine. Is everybody, are y'all with me? I'm not adding to the scripture. I'm not taking away. We just walk down the scripture and I prove to you in the Bible that you can get a lot right and still not give God glory. How am I going to give him glory, preacher? You're going to have to glorify him. You're going to have to fall on your face once in a while. You're going to have to give him glory. I don't know what he said. But I do know that when grace rebounds, according to 2 Corinthians, it gives God glory. When you say, thank God I am saved by grace. Anything I am is all the product of grace. I, I am what I am by the grace of God. According to the Bible, 2 Corinthians 4, that's bounce that's giving God glory I know this brother I know another way when you offer the gift a sacrifice of praise to God continually that is the fruit of our lips giving praise to his name you're not praising yourself you're not seeking to praise the denomination you're not praising some man you're praising God it'll give God glory God don't share his glory he's, he's jealous over his glory he's wanting us to give him glory I'm going to tell you you can get a lot of things nailed down. But if you don't give God glory. See, here, here, here's what I see a lot of in our day. Well, I'm glad I'm saved. Boy. But wouldn't it be sad? Come down here. Austin, Jacob, Noah, Seth, Michelle, my babies, my grandbabies, Miss Jessica. Look over in that casket said he sure was a praying man I feel like I'd fail if, if all they said well they said well 
Daddy sure was faithful. I think I'd fail. If I came down there, Brother Childs, said, Daddy sure was a giver. He sure was a humble man. He sure was a praying man. Boy, he had his doctrine right. I feel like I, I but if they'll come down here and say, there's one thing I'll say about my daddy. He did have his doctrine right. He tried. I hope they'll say I was a humble man. I hope they'll say I was a prayerful man. But if they'll just say he gave God glory. How anything good that ever happened to him, he gave God glory. Every good gift and every perfect gift is from above. Anything that I have and all that I'll ever be, it's all because God gets the glory. Anything God does in his church, it ain't because we got everything right. Because you can get a lot right and still not give God glory. It's just because his goodness and his grace has allowed us to fall on our face one more time and glorify God and worship him. That's how you give God glory. So I want to ask you today. Are you the 10%? Or are you the 90%? Now you ain't going to be able to give him glory. You'll never glorify him. If you don't have doctrine right and prayer right, if you're not respectful, if you're not humble, if you're not faithful, you're, you're, you're never going to. But you can get all that right and still not give him glory. While they come, say, heads bowed, eyes closed. I wonder if you get, if you just be willing, while everybody else is doing it, to fall on your face. Pride will keep you in your pew. I just want to know if, if you're the only one that does it, will you glorify God?